Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast. This is your host, Devesh Tilakani, and today we have with us Ben from Breathing Together. Now ben is the co-founder of Breathing Together, a food sustainability consultancy based in Vancouver, Canada, uh, with an expertise in food waste prevention. He has nine years of experience consulting organizations throughout the food supply chain, developing sustainable business models. Ben's also involved in the Vancouver Food Policy Council and is the first accredited consultant um, the Pledge on Food Waste in Canada. He is also an executive MBA candidate and has proven an ability to adopt a systematic approach to maximize benefit for his clients. And some of the topics that we discuss include his inspiration behind starting Rethink Together, why he wanted to get involved with the sustainable food supply chains in the first place, how you can take steps as a consumer to reduce your own food wastage, because you can literally save, I think it's something about $1,700 per year just when you cut out your food waste. And also his advice for any budding social entrepreneurs. This is a really good episode. Hope you like it. And yeah, stay tuned. Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast. This is your host, Devesh Tilokani. At Progressaholic, we highlight stories of individuals dedicated to the progress of self and society to educate you on creating an impact within yourself and the communities that you operate in. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day for listening to this. It means more to me than you could possibly imagine. So without further ado, let's get into it. Thank you so much, Ben, for taking the time out to come on the Progressive Holiday Podcast. Really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, Devesh. Thank you for inviting me. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So sort of the work that you're doing and rethink together is obviously incredible, which is why I sort of wanted to have you on and discuss a little bit more about it. Uh, but maybe just to like sort of backtrack all the way, Maybe what was your inspiration even in the first place to get involved with sustainable um, food supply chains? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've always been a foodie and I've always been really passionate about about saving the environment. And uh, so that's kind of the two passion I've always been since during my whole career. And uh, and for me, it was completely an evidence to be able to to really uh, provide solutions for a sustainable food system. Uh, I've worked in different parts of the supply chain, uh, namely in retail, uh, also related to sustainability and food waste, uh, uh, namely here at SPUD, uh, SPUD.ca on the, on the West Coast, uh, who are doing an amazing job relating to food waste. And also like on the hospitality, I've worked uh, with uh, namely the Rocky Mountaineer uh, here, like a really being, so I, I've been able to like really having a good understanding of every steps of the life cycle stages of the food supply chain. And my background, my origin background is more like a, an engineer in food and environmental sciences. Uh, that I'm currently also combining with an executive MBA, uh, but I, uh, that's definitely like I've always done all my career around sustainable food, and that's where I'm really passionate about. So for me, it's uh, it's just something that is so important because food is something you eat every day, three times a day. So you can actually have a huge impact and a positive impact when you make uh, food choices, and uh, and it has a huge impact because like total impact of food waste it's eight percent of total co2 emissions so it's uh, it's something that uh, that has a huge impact and we can have an uh, actually it's very powerful to be able to say when i'm eating i actually can can do something good 
Yeah. And, and the thing is, we, we don't think about food wastage when we think about the fight on climate change. We think about fuel, like we think about uh, oil, gas, and all that kind of stuff, um, and a couple other things, but we never really think about food wastage. So is it also you're trying to change that mindset around people that, yes, food wastage plays a part as well in fighting climate change? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and even in the environmental community, it's, uh, it's something which is not necessarily known that food waste has such a big impact. And, uh, and there's a project drawdown, which is uh, uh, basically a project with many scientists all over the world. They've been trying to rank the top 100 solution uh, to fight climate change. And the top 20, among the top 20 solutions, eight are related to food. Wow. And the number one solution to fight climate change is reducing food waste. So more powerful than airplanes, more powerful than electric cars, or more powerful than anything that food waste. That's, that's just something which can be implemented easily. I mean, the, it's, it's easy and not easy because there's uh, many different solutions that can be different, implemented at different levels uh, in the supply chain, but it's something which can be implemented now. We don't need to wait like 10 years for technology to be developed that is gonna cost like a huge amount of money no, we can act now on the number one solution to fight climate change. And yeah. if food waste were a country, it would be the third largest CO2 emitter after China and the US. If, so if, so it's, uh, it's has a bigger carbon footprint than, than the carbon footprint of Canada. Wow, that, that is incredible. And that's why the work that you're doing is all the more important uh, in the world. Um, and so we love what We Think Together is doing. So maybe, I guess, coming out to We Think Together, how did the idea even come up of, 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 of We Think Together in the first place? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it, it really started from these crazy statistics, like 58% of food produced in Canada is wasted. That's just nonsense when, when you have one person out of seven here in Canada who are food insecure and don't have enough food to eat at the end of the month. Uh, and on top of this, it's also like, um, like it's a huge economic impact. We need to realize it's like across Canada, the avoidable food waste, it's $49 billion. $49 billion every single year. And so that's avoidable food waste across the food supply chain. And when you look at what's happening in just at the hotels and restaurants in the food service industry, it's approximately like $10 billion that could be saved. Wow. Uh, so it's just like I've worked all my career in sustainability uh, uh, and I've just realized that there are many sustainability issues and, and all of them are, are important, uh, but really food waste, there is a win-win-win. There's a triple bottom line that, is, that just makes the beauty out of it because it's not only the number one solution to fight climate change, it's not only makes sense on a social sense, uh, when you have so many people who don't have enough food, but it's also something which can improve your bottom line and uh, and which can like really make you save money. Like an average household in Canada is wasting $1,700 per year. Wow. Just at home. We, we don't take think about the, what's happening on the other side of the supply chain, but just at home, you can make also huge savings. Yeah, I'm looking at that number over like 10, 15 years, that's like 17, 20 grand. You invest that money, that could be 100 grand in like a couple of years as well, you know? So that's a decent amount of money left on the table. And do you think 
solutions that fight climate change that have a triple bottom line are more effective or easier to implement? Um, uh, I, so weird, like what, what's weird with food waste is like, uh, yes, it's, it's easy to implement, like relatively like the, you need to understand what's hap happening. And usually the, 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 the problem with food waste is that many, especially for in the restaurant industry, is that people are just not aware of, of this of this issue, <laughs> and uh, and and people don't measure food waste. Like there are only three percent of restaurants who measure food waste. It's uh, and when it represents for an average restaurant in Canada, it's fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars is spent on food that is never eaten in an average restaurant, one restaurant in Canada. Wow. So basically, that that's just like crazy when it, it's so it's seven percent of food revenues it's more than profits because uh, for an average the, the average profit margin for a restaurant is between three to five percent so there's more more money uh being wasted because of food waste than money being used like for profit <laughs> which is crazy and, and so we really need to you can only manage or to measure and when it represents seven percent of your revenues like you'd better manage it and so the only way to manage it is to measure it. So that's really the, we need to shift um, the mindset um, uh, and especially like, yeah. And so some industry are like a bit more ahead. Like uh, I, I've been working as well in the retail industry. So I've seen, and we can see it as well in the statistics, like it's it's really like there is much more food donation. It's it's probably like a little bit easier as well to uh, to implement solution because they have bigger quantities. Uh, but still, like solutions in a restaurant settings exist. They can be implemented, and it doesn't cost a lot of money, and you can make huge savings out of it. So you just need to like there is a huge work of educating as well um, and to uh, to raise awareness around this issue. Uh, so I think that that that's uh, that's one of the challenges for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting because um, I mean restaurants are going through such a hard time right now. So even seven percent—that's a huge number for them, you know, a huge percentage for them. Um, definitely, definitely. And I guess just to like maybe on on a, on a, like an individual consumer level. So for example, I'm listening to this podcast right now, and um, you're talking about a seventeen hundred saving that I could have potentially. Is there any step that I can take as soon as I finish listening to this podcast right now to maybe kind of reduce less, like reduce my food wastage maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Like so there are many different actions that you, you can implement. Like I can name a few, like when you shop, for example, like it's really, it's really important to, to plan. The, the more you plan, the, the more you... You, you're gonna make some savings because you really need to buy only what you need. What's, what can be done as well is to buy like imperfect produce. For example, here, like a spuds where you can order your organic groceries online. Like basically you can order some imperfect bananas or imperfect apples or carrots, which are as tasty as uh, normal carrots. They are just like different shape, but uh, it's like, but they are cheaper. Uh, and they are, so it's just like uh, great. You have cheap organic carrots, uh, which taste great <laughs> and which prevent food waste. So that's something more when you shop and, uh, and something as well I like to do when I shop is like, for example, you take a picture with your phone of your fridge before you do the, your groceries. If you, if you go to, to the supermarket, for example, and, and then once you're 
trying to buy something, you're not trying, oh, what did I have in my fridge again? Yeah. So it's just like a simple tips, but like um, that can be like, uh, that can make a big difference. And and that's more on the shopping side. And then you have all what's happening uh, when you store, store items to really make sure like you, you like like first in first out you eat first what you what's about to expire soon and to like you can make a box for example in your fridge uh, where like the items like the critical items to be eaten first um, and when you cook you can also be creative um, and um, like there are many different recipes uh, I'd recommend to have a look at uh, the website Love Food Haste Waste Canada uh, which gathers a few recipes there are also different books like a uh, have like a different cookbooks here at home, like cooking with scraps. And there are amazing recipes that you can do. Like for example, like one I like, I like to, because it's a bit like unusual. It's like, for example, the banana peel cake. Wow. So actually it's about thinking, okay, what's edible and what's in not edible. And and before knowing this, like uh, I said, like what banana peels? Like that's not, I'm never going to eat this. But actually, there are ways. In some countries, it's actually part of the culture. They are eating this. They've been eating this for a while. And we just need to, to learn how to, to cook this. And you can actually make an amazing banana bread with banana peels, a banana peel cake. It's amazing. Wow. I mean, you've got me pretty intrigued about banana cook. I'm definitely going to check it out after this recording. <laughs> and uh, something I like as well, for example, the like the butternut squash. I don't know if you, I, I like butternut squash, and uh, and I'm using like almost every single thing. So I like the the, um, the seeds. You can make some snacks out of it if you grill them. Uh, the skins. You can make amazing chips out of it. Uh, if but make sure it's organic though, because um, like otherwise you have the pesticides uh, in yeah. the skin. But you can make like with skins, uh, with uh, butternut squash. It's uh, it's amazing. Well, like what kind of snacks you can make of stuff that normally people would throw away. Interesting. So there are just like, and this is a couple of examples. There are many more. Like uh, like for example, the kale. I I just bought kale yesterday, and um, I before I used to like just use the leaves of the kale and then the stem, like going to compost, right? Yeah. But now the, you can make actually pesto out of it. You can make pickles out of it. So there are many different recipes that you can do to to maximize the use of your food, the food you buy. Wow, wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. I never thought about like. I mean, that's the thing. Like, do you think the main thing here is education, like education to consumers? Like, is is that the main thing that we think together is involved in? Because in the end, uh, like, even if you consider yourself to be environmentally conscious, like. Most people don't even talk about this at all. Banana peel cake, I've never heard about it myself. I don't think a lot of people have heard about it. So is it more just the issue is education here or is it a lack of motivation? Yeah, I, but definitely education is key. And that's why at uh, We Think Together, we basically we've been working namely with consumers uh, around with uh, education and with schools. We currently provide workshops around food waste uh, with uh, an education partner, Econova Education. Uh, so th they bring the... Um, expertise in education with kids and we bring the food waste expertise uh, and so with our with this collaboration we we are able to make a, an amazing uh, workshop for kids uh, until grade 12 uh, and so that's uh, that's a great way to like 
really show like uh, and to to educate the the kids and and then which will eventually have an impact as well on, on the parents as well and uh and and yeah education like we will like at Rhythm together we like also provide like workshop for 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 adults uh and so like if uh, if someone is interested to have like a workshop like a team building or we we try to make it fun uh with like a gamification in place and definitely education is, is a key part, part of it and uh, and also like um I think yeah, like making it fun as well is very important to be able to, because many, I don't know, many like uh, topics around climate change, like uh, it's like can be a bit heavy, you know. But uh, but just like find trying to find creative solutions, making it fun and uh, and being powerful is something that we've seen is really empowering, and and we've seen some really a lot of interest around this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like having fun and having an impact in the world, that's the magic sauce right there. So uh, definitely, definitely agree on that. But maybe I guess for like future plans that we think together. So now you're sort of involved in education with the adults, with the, with, with the, with the kids as well, the high school students and all that. But um, like sort of where do you see it developing over the next 10 years as more and more awareness comes across on food wastes being a really good solution or a part of solving the climate change issue? Yeah, absolutely. But we really want to develop the... The number of restaurants involved in this uh, in these aspects uh, because the impact is just huge, and the opp the opportunity are really like uh, enormous and and so we really like uh, like our plan is to have uh, like uh, to develop the certification program the pledge on food waste, uh, which is a certification program uh, designed for hotels and restaurants to reduce cost. Uh, cut, uh, cut food as well, uh, food waste, and as well uh, access new customers, because this uh, certification program uh, is third party audited, and uh, you have four different levels of certification. So uh, depending on how good you you perform in your operations, you can uh, you can like have an idea of uh, how good you are. Uh, so it's a benchmarking system, but it's also a way to showcase to your consumers who are more and more like uh, asking for like uh, sustainable options. Uh, and so I see like there is a, a growing demand in um, in like responsible dining options and uh, and having a certification uh, like the pledge on food waste, I think is going to be extremely helpful to not only make savings uh, for the restaurant communi and communicate in a positive way, uh, but also attract new customers who are who are willing to to uh, to go to places uh, which are basically managing their operation in a responsible way. Yeah, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. And uh, do you think so? I guess what we think together kind of look like a B Corp, maybe because a B Corp has certification as well, and you mm -hmm. need to like maintain that certification over time. So would it kind of would it want to be like the B Corps of food wasters, maybe? I guess. Yeah, yeah, we actually plan to become B Corp, uh, but it's, uh, it's still like, uh, just like have a lot of things when you <laughs> when you start, and I'm still finishing my MBA right now. So, uh, so I have this on top. So, but yeah, it's definitely something we, like we, uh, we really believe in, like the B Corp movement. And uh, we actually have a 10% discount for B Corp employee or B Corp employer on our adult workshops. Yeah. Uh, so this and uh, we plan to become B Corp uh, like uh, 
soon and and this is definitely something like uh, it's just uh, like the pledge on food waste it's a, it's a certification program which didn't exist like it's some um, across the food supply chain it's one of the missing link where there is not much things being done and also in terms of prevention because usually when you when you talk about food waste you say oh i'm doing composting i'm fine but that's actually yes it's 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 good to do composting and it's important but that's that's the action that you can do which has a, the lowest return on investment like uh, you don't save anything like preventing food waste at the first place is actually the most effective way to minimize your 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 spending but also minimize your your environmental impact and uh, and i see the government of canada going in the right direction uh, because they namely launch a food waste reduction cha challenge um, and they're going to be selecting 30 projects across the country to uh, to have a the biggest impact across Canada. So I'm excited about that. Uh, looking forward to to uh, to hear about the results. But um, yeah, I see like even locally here in Vancouver, I'm part of the Vancouver Food Policy Council and um, and they're also moving in the right directions. Like uh, they already like in 2016, they made it compulsory uh, for residents and businesses to, um, to compost. So you, it's, uh, you, you have to compost here in, in Vancouver. Um, but no, they are really step, stepping up. They want to become a leading city in food waste prevention by 2040 and, uh, and to reach zero waste by 2040 as well. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely going in the right direction. And I'm excited about uh, like the, the next years. Yeah, yeah, def, definitely, definitely. And the main thing is you want to see is, is growth within this field. Uh, but the, also the question is it has to move at maybe a bit more of a faster pace. And that's where everything together and, and organizations like it come in. Um, I, I do want to speak maybe a bit more about sort of, I guess, advice for other social entrepreneurs out there. Uh, so you've had this experience of everything together. Um, but maybe well, if you had to give just like one piece of advice to a budding social entrepreneur right now uh, mm -hmm. who's looking to solve a problem uh, per se, like maybe what would it be and why? Are there are many advices I can, like I could, but if, if I can think, like the, I think the the biggest one is, is focus, 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 focus. Never give up, uh, and uh, and it's uh, it's really key to like first find like wh what drives you, uh, what are you passionate about, and uh, and then follow the opportunities. Like it's uh, that's really like don't don't try to do something and then oh it's it, yeah it's hard yes it's hard <laughs> but you're gonna make it uh, and uh, so it's uh, yeah definitely like really um, believing in what you're doing and doing it a hundred percent is something that uh, I find it extremely valuable yeah. and um, and I would suggest as well to like uh, like gain some business knowledge if you don't have any. Like it was like, I had like a limited like uh, entrepreneurship knowledge like uh, until I started working together. Because I've always been uh, employed and uh, I have an engineering background. So that's why also I decided to like start this, uh, this MBA online uh, with Quantic. And uh, I mean, I'm doing the executive MBA, but they also have a free MBA. So it's, uh, they, they are, and there are many resources that you can learn online now. And so it's, uh, I think it's definitely useful to uh, 
to get some uh, some business uh, knowledge and, and de develop your skills and and keep learning like um, I, I'm a big learner and uh, I think uh, it's it's really important to uh, to yeah to keep learning new stuff and uh, and to be flexible yeah yeah 100 I think learning is a superpower that of course uh, the curiosity aspect is I think is really important as well as, as a social entrepreneur um, yeah as you mentioned but I think one thing that people struggle with is focus because there's so many issues to solve in the world. Like what, how do I pick like one issue to solve? You know? uh, so maybe how, how have you like sort of figured that out? Is it like you had, you first looked at what your passion was and then you decided to focus on it? Um, because for example, for me, when I see the world around me, I see so many issues. I don't know what to like target first. Yeah. No, no, that's a great, a great point actually. But uh, I mean, for me, I have, I've always loved food and the more I was working, around like sustainability, food waste in the food industry across the supply chain, the more I was get, like understanding, whoa, this is just such a big thing. And like, we need to solve this issue. And then like, uh, and then like learning uh, the number one solution to fight climate change, like, whoa, when I learned this and then like, uh, like the, uh, it's like $49 billion like uh, across Canada. Like, and, and it's just like, the more you, the more you learn, the more convinced I've been about what I'm doing and uh uh and uh yeah i think i mean there are many other topics which are very important uh, as well uh, and uh but i think you you cannot do everything um and if you if you want to maximize your impact uh it's it's better to i think to to target uh and to be very specific in what you're trying to achieve um otherwise I mean, my perception of if you want to do everything, you end up doing nothing. I also wanted to like um, maybe say something about this is like basically, yes, you need some people, I think, who are expert in the field, but I think you also need different type of people. And it's, it's also part of the society. So I don't think like everyone should be an expert in something like uh, you also need some people who are who like bring all these elements together or like uh, do podcasts about different topics. So like, uh, I think that's important too. So it's, uh, but, it, but just trying to keep your focus. And once you decided, okay, yeah, this is something like uh, I believe in, just follow your gut and, uh, and go for it. Definitely, 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 definitely. Uh, ben, this is amazing. We could go on and on, but of course you have a time limit. Uh, just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, but more importantly, um, would love to sort of uh, would love our listeners to sort of uh, go ahead and follow you. So where can our listeners reach you? And also please let us know. I know there's a webinar coming up soon, so we'd love to let us know about that as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to know more about us, uh, don't hesitate to um, to follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, and our website is uh, www.rethinktogether.com. So we think with the number two together and um and we have an upcoming webinar on march 18 uh, at 10 30 pacific time uh 1 30 eastern time uh, to like basically with key solutions uh key sustainable solutions for the canadian uh, restaurant industry uh, so if you know like uh, your favorite restaurant don't hesitate to share this information uh, it could like help them to to reduce cost. Uh, we're also going to have amazing speakers from Oceanwise, uh, Scrapless, and like we have four different speakers. It's going to be a great event on March 18. 
uh, and you can register on our, on our website directly. And, uh, and if you want to like learn more as well on solutions that you can implement at home, uh, we also have a, a consumer sections in our, on our website with different free solutions and free toolkits which are available uh, directly on our website. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So we're going to put those links as well in the podcast description. Uh, so definitely please go and connect with Ben and, and check out everything together. But Ben, again, thank, thank you so much for coming on. This is amazing. Thank you very much. If you liked any part of that, please, please, please leave us a review. It will mean the world to us. Please let us know your thoughts, how you think we can improve and continue providing more and more value to our community because we are here to serve you and make sure that you have the best time possible and continue progressing within your journey. Thank you very much.